0: Of my spooky people, welcome to Reapers Creepers Halloween special. Ooh. Blah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so uh yeah, Halloween's coming up this this upcoming it's on a Monday, but we'll call it the weekend still kind of in a way. It's our weekend.
1: We have a long weekend that weekend.
0: Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's on Monday. So Normally, I would put the Halloween special out on Halloween, but Halloween happens to be in our normal posting schedule.
1: And we wanted to give y'all an extra episode. Yeah.
0: So this is just like a little more bang for your buck. Halloween Christmas. Halloween Christmas. You're welcome. Merry Christmas, one and all.
1: But Merry Christmas to us because you're listening to us. Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So be sure to tune in on Halloween for our normal what will be episode three we're excited about
1: it let's talk about haunted houses
0: don't you know that house is haunted?
1: don't you know that house is haned? <laughs> i love that audio so much is it is louis prima right
0: no it's louis armstrong
1: louis armstrong mm-hmm. goblin he's... one hears that song and he's like what is this <laughs> <laughs> what's this
0: yeah so haunted houses a american pastime At i don't the know least. if it's a pastime but it's an american thing i'm pretty sure do they not have haunted houses other places? I don't know that they do them internationally. What? I don't know. We're going to have to look into this, and we might come back for an international haunted house episode if, Ooh, if there is a thing. That would be cool.
1: Dracula's Castle Haunted House Edition. What? <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh at me. That'd be so cool.
0: His castle's just ruins.
1: Well, I know, but you can still go in it. It's, you can't I would go, still go in it. There's no
0: roof. You can't go in
1: it. <laughs> Is the roof on fire? No, because there's not the one. Roof. The roof.
0: It requires a roof if you're going to go inside something.
1: I think that's false news. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. Uh, what are they called? Ghost Hunters. No, Ghost Adventures. Ghost Avengers went in there.
0: They went there. They didn't go in there. Yes,
1: they did. It had a roof. I'm telling you. Did it? Yes, it was dark as shit.
0: The one that I'm thinking of that they claim that they claim is Dracula's castle is just a series of crumpled walls.
1: No, there still is part of it. It's mostly in ruins, yes. But there is a little bit of it standing because they had footage inside the castle. Okay. Well, but they split up in that that episode because half of them stayed there yeah, they because split up Aaron, in every episode well that's true the, <laughs> the others they go out into the forest and remember there's all the like weird shit happening in the forest i don't remember what forest it is but it's uh, like
0: that's just any forest don't go into true. the trees at night
1: don't do that don't whistle at night either apparently apparently but anyway so we saw a documentary on netflix several years ago and it was called haunters the art of the scare and it talked about some insane haunted houses, like I I would not go in any of them. I don't think uh,
0: some of them were pretty, they weren't like crazy crazy. They were just crazy in how big they were. Yeah, they that's weren't true. They weren't anything outside of what you'd normally go to. I don't think. Yeah, they were just large.
1: I I do love a good haunted house. But the older I've gotten, it's gotten a little bit more difficult, it seems like. I get so worked up. Now,
0: la- last year I thought was really funny. That was <laughs> the first time we'd ever been to a haunted house together.
1: Yeah, that's true. And Seven years together.
0: I did not expect to be the one that was completely calm the entire time. Oh,
1: yeah, because Tanner freaks out about everything.
0: Except for haunted houses. Yeah. I think they're silly.
1: Yeah, I was squealing and I was jumping. I think you I broke my push, ankle at one of course, point. Y'all
0: put me in front.
1: didn't want to be in front
0: none of you did (laughs) there were four of us none of you wanted to be in front I was like whatever (laughs) so I but at the same time I also set the pace
1: yeah I think I was the only one freaking out I think uh, you and Greg definitely laughed the whole time yeah and I think I think Olivia got a couple of jump scares which made me feel better
0: you know (laughs) how hard it was to not say your name in there Oh, my gosh. I'm glad you did. I think someone else did, but it wasn't me. Oh,
1: Olivia did. She was like, her name's Amanda. I was like, son
0: of a bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and then
0: you get to the end of the thing, and that, the, the, for the last, like, 20 feet, they chase you out with a chainsaw. Yeah, and I broke my ankle. Oh, you almost pushed me down and trampled me. Get
1: out the way. It has no blades on it. Get out.
0: It was the whole experience was silly.
1: I need you to listen to Luda and get out the way.
0: The whole experience was silly.
1: Well yeah, that's the point.
0: But you were terrified.
1: I wasn't terrified. I was having a good time. I just was like It's a genre.
0: (laughs) 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 (sighs) Making me cringe on the microphone. Why? It's a genre. about McKamey manor <laughs> okay so on this documentary uh one of the houses they talk about is mckamee manor this one is nuts now, at the time this one was located in san diego
1: did they get run- ran out
0: i don't know what happened uh what i read was that it was closed and they moved to tennessee
1: but Where they're at in Tennessee is trying to shut them down.
0: Now, they were in 2000. That article was in 2019. Oh, okay. I don't know how far that ever went, but uh, you have to sign a 40 page waiver. What? uh, A 40 page liability waiver. You have to pass a physical, mental, and drug test before they allow you in.
1: Well, if you're going to it, there might be some mental disturbances (laughs) because this is like straight up torture
0: as close to it as legally possible
1: yeah like this guy he has a lawyer and he knows exactly where the line is of legal and illegal and he toes that line pretty close it was
0: nuts. now i will say we have never been nor do i care to what we know about the places pretty much came from this documentary yeah that was Um,
1: for sure the first time we ever even heard about
0: it But apparently they offer a $20,000 cash prize if you make it through the entire 10-hour experience.
1: 10 hours. I don't think your body could even last 10 hours in that torture (laughs) quote-unquote simulation.
0: There was accounts from this one person that I guess you can scream that you want to leave all you want, but you have to actually say your safe word before they will seriously let you go.
1: And they're doing crazy things like, I mean, think Fear Factor on crack
0: yeah like
1: because um, it's similar like that i mean they're uh waterboarding you they if you throw up they feed you your own vomit back into your mouth yeah, like insane yeah. stuff
0: i just don't see the appeal
1: i don't either i don't i i mean i don't see an experience like that and think yeah I, i'm gonna sign I up mean, for that i
0: guess if you think you're really that tough and can get win the 20 grand but also no one's ever won the 20 grand mm-hmm. but in my opinion that's not enough money
1: yeah well do you know does it cost to go through it
0: i'm it's gotta cost something it has
1: to cost something i don't know otherwise where where does the 20 grand come from because in the documentary it was like at his house Mm -hmm. and his neighbors hated him because he had all i mean basically a haunted house set up in his house through his house around his entire property and he's just like in a neighborhood chilling torturing people with their consent.
0: I want to know like how intense this 40 page waiver is because I've always been told that the waivers don't, they can't really hold stand up in court.
1: Well, and I've also seen extra footage that he is video recording people saying, are you here and being tortured of your own free will? And they're like, yep. He's got audi- and you're, even you're just on audio. Video, you're on video
0: from the point you get there. Yeah. It, you, everything everything is reported.
1: recorded, and and that's what I mean by him. He toes the line, is because he knows exactly which eyes to dot and which T's to cross.
0: You know, honestly, I don't think it even should have been in the documentary. I don't think it should fall under a haunted house. Yeah, um, and I I know a lot of the other people in the the com- the spook community would agree with that. But a lot of them don't like it. Yeah,
1: it, a lot of people that work these haunted houses and they know haunted house life they know about mckamey manor and they don't agree with it yeah i I mean i don't agree with it well no but uh, he he doesn't care who agrees and who doesn't he's quick to tell you that too yeah
0: and i mean if you think you're brave enough more power to you but it's not (laughs) die it would take a much larger sum of money for me to even attempt it
1: yeah you know I'm out with spiders anyway, and there's guaranteed
0: spiders, oh, there's guaranteed spiders
1: uh mm-, you could not pay me twenty thousand dollars for a professional to hand me a tarantula like at the zoo or something in a completely controlled, safe environment. You couldn't pay me em- enough to do that. I'd give them five dollars to the whole
0: tarantula I'd give them money,
1: <laughs> reverse money. <laughs>
0: But yeah, to do that, to do something like a McCamey Manor, it takes so much money that I would never have to work again.
1: Yeah. I couldn't do I'd have it. to be set for life. Yeah. I couldn't.
0: Mm-mm. Just f- to even try.
1: Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even want to put my pinky toe in there. No. <laughs> One of the other haunted houses that this docu- documentary mentioned was rob zombie
0: was it on that show it was on that show i couldn't remember if that was on that show or you had just heard about it yeah
1: i i well that was the first place that i had heard about it but um and looking it up it looks like it's a tour which makes sense because he's a rock star rock stars tour which we just saw rob zombie in concert like what a month ago
0: yeah about i think
1: it was a lot of fun yeah it was it was uh his visuals and stuff. His stage show was really cool.
0: It, um, it was better than that. Like, I'm not a huge Rob Zombie fan. So I wasn't like super hyped to go. But it was fun.
1: I love Rob Zombie movies. Like Devil's Rejects is one of my favorites. I think. I For sure out of his movies specifically. But like, I love his version of Halloween.
0: I think his Halloweens were, were pretty good. I'm super excited for the Munsters.
1: Yeah, that one's going to be fun. Well, and it's also interesting because this is his lowest rated movie ever. Everything else is like unrated or R yeah. or things like that. But this one is PG. The Monsters is PG. But um, so he has these tour of haunted houses and it looks like for 2022, he has five locations. There's three attractions to it um, and they're they're based off of all of his movies one of them specific is Captain Spaulding. Okay, yeah. We love Spaulding, of course. And it says that the event is open to all ages, but it is extremely frightening and it is not recommended for children. And they do not suggest bringing children under 13. But if you've seen any of Rob Zombie's movies, children shouldn't even be watching the no. movies. They're, yeah, and it's because they're not necessarily scary; they're just extremely graphic and extremely gruesome.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't take a child child to just a normal haunted house, but especially knowing if it's going to be real graphic, that's like, yeah, I don't want them to get scared and wake me up, you know, saying there's monsters in the closet or whatever. Well, that's
1: that's kind of the point,
0: but. Aside from that, I don't want them going, leaving with actual, like, mental trauma.
1: Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's there's a difference in somebody jumping around the corner and scaring you and something very graphic and violent happening. Mm-hmm. And that's what's scary is, is the act of what is happening, not necessarily the jump
0: part so of weren't, it. Weren't you watching a video when the guy appears to commit suicide in front of you?
1: Yeah, yeah, I well, and I didn't even realize that that's what had happened until that little snippet was gone. But it's like, holy shit, that was was kind of rough. Yeah, <laughs> definitely don't need kids but, to see
0: that. Yeah. That that that's more what I meant, you know? Yeah. Because that-
1: there's there's adults that that's unsettling to see for adults <laughs> where we're supposed to be mature audience for that, and and still it is rough to handle. Like that. Mm-hmm. His would be a lot of fun, though. I mean, there's lots of colors and lots of effects. And yeah. Especially, I mean, he is, especially from his concert that we went to, he is a performer. Mm-hmm. And he knows that about himself, too. But it's cool because, I mean, he's a rock star. He's a director. He has these haunted houses. He knows what he's doing.
0: Yeah, you could definitely tell that from the, the concert just it it was such a show you can you could see the director aspect in him mm-hmm. and i imagine he takes that into anything he puts any sort of effort into
1: yeah well and even at the concert there was graphic images yeah. on the screen
0: <laughs> now i will say in a haunted house i really like the ones where every room is a full completed set yeah um i th- that's part of the art of it to me and I, and i understand that with budgets and you know, how many people you got help, and sometimes that's not possible, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I definitely like that as opposed to having to go through a hallway that's just painted completely black and dark, you know?
1: Yeah, I know a lot of them will, um, like a lot of times there's black paint in there, uh, or black light paint, Mm -hmm. and they paint the the patterns that are disorienting to the eyes, Mm -hmm. makes you dizzy, throws you off camera. Now, I will
0: say, um, a friend and I in high school, it was... It was shortly after high school. We had graduated maybe a year or two at this point. Went to a haunted house downtown. And we were going through this room where they were slamming doors and they had strobe lights going. Mm. And it was real disoriented. And my friend got his hand in one of the doors that they slammed and they broke his finger. Oh, no. (laughs) And so they had to, like, take us out of the haunt into the, like behind the scenes part medic and take us downstairs they didn't medic us they like had some generic gauze wrap or something in just a first aid kit and wrapped it up didn't give us our money back (laughs) and then i don't drive stick so he still had to drive himself to the (laughs) emergency room oh my god
1: I can remember whenever I was in high school, we, um, so my parents, they live on three and a half acres and the house is more towards the front of the property. And so we just have this little bit of pasture behind the house and we would let the grass grow a little bit taller and mom and dad would go through and they set up like a haunted maze walk type thing back there. And it. <laughs> It was so funny. It it was super cool. It was super cool that they even did that for us. But dad would mow like a path through Mm -hmm. the grass that we were supposed to walk. And there would be things along the way, of course, that would jump up. He'd get his friends from work to help him. (laughs) One of them was... Ex-military, and he is out there in like all black, and he's army crawling across the pasture. But his mask is glow in the dark, and so he'd like look up at us, and you could see his face. And he'd be there for a second, and he'd be gone, and he'd start army crawling. He
0: was probably so into that.
1: I bet he was. I bet he was (laughs) laughing so hard. But we we get to the back of the property, and mom and dad have set up graves. They look like graves. And there's. Did two... they
0: dig holes? Yeah, that ground back there is so hard. It's
1: so hard. Dig a tunnel. Dig dig a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> so they dug these graves, and uh, there were some coffins back there, and there was a group of us, like of mine and my brother's friends, going through this, and all of a sudden somebody pops up out of one of those graves, and one of my brother's friends kicks her in the head. Oh my god. And... <laughs> It was really funny, um, but she got kicked in the head, and then we go around, and I think there was an old dog, like an old chain link dog kennel back there. Okay, yeah. They had tarps and stuff over it, and they had um, like stink bait, and it, it smelled like rotting flesh. Oh, yeah. And there was strobe lights and smoke machines, and it was it was so cool. It was so cool. <laughs>
0: I do remember my first experience with anything haunted house related. I was a kindergartner. Oh, yeah. And I was in, I would have been a tiger cub. And the local Boy Scouts have a camp just outside of town where, uh, you know, of course, they did the summer camps and stuff. But the weekend of Halloween, they did what's called spookery. And you'd go out there and they break you into groups and you'd go from station to station and the... There was uh, like an arts, a craft one. You'd go shoot the BB guns. You'd go ride in the the boats down in the little creek. and It's just,
1: more like fall festival. It was more of a fall house. festival,
0: yeah. But then when the sun started going down, they turned the mess hall into a haunted house. Mm. And then one of the trails down at the bottom of the canyon was a haunted trail. Mm. I don't remember what the difference between the, tra- like, if we just went to the trail because the line was shorter or what. For whatever reason, we did the haunted trail first. Mm -hmm. And I remember being jumped out at once (laughs) and then my dad carrying me through the entire rest of the thing. And then we did not do the haunted house in the mess hall.
1: Oh, no. And then I
0: did not do another haunted house until I was in high school.
1: (laughs) Emotional Emotional damage.
0: (laughs) it, It was terrifying. But it's fine.
1: One of the haunted houses that we have here locally is called 6th Street Massacre. It is, of course, on 6th Street. That's probably the one I've actually been to the most. Yeah, I've, I've never actually been there. I've been there several times. Um, But 6th Street is historic Route 66. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of travel down 6th Street anyway for the old highway. But the building is an old 1920s movie theater.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's pretty cool. It's really
0: cool. So one year I went, they actually used one of the theater rooms and still had the theater chairs in it mm-hmm. and that was the first room you went into it was probably 2008 2009 mm-hmm. because that first room had a Heath Ledger Joker Aww. and The Dark Knight came out in 2008 so it would it would have had to been one of those two years mm-hmm. you sit in the theater chairs and he talks to you and grills everybody and I remember he he gave me a hard time because I was laughing <laughs>
1: Which is so, I feel like that is so ironic for you because like you're the good kid. You're the goody two shoes. You're not a troublemaker. I also
0: get scared pretty easily. And you
1: get scared so easily. Apparently,
0: unless I'm in a situation where I'm supposed to be scared. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like coffee to ADHD. Yeah, exactly like that. (laughs) That's terrible. Well, there's lots of reports that the building is actually for real
0: haunted. Yeah, um there's been several investigative groups come out. Mm-hmm. I think
1: I, Ghost Adventures even went out there and did an episode out there.
0: They may have. I know that the whatever group is out of Pampa. Yeah, I can't remember
1: did. their name, but that paranormal investigative group out of Pampa did. It seems like it is majorly aggressive towards women.
0: I have heard that.
1: That especially in the theater rooms because they keep a movie theme throughout most of the haunted house from what I've seen. It,
0: it's, they change it year to year. Okay. The, the entire haunt changes year to year. Okay.
1: So especially wherever the theater room is, I, like I said, I haven't been in there, but a lot of women either get pushed or their hair gets pulled. I think there's been scratches, reports of scratches happening. There's all kinds of stuff. I mean, Stuff goes missing. They hear a lot of doors slamming and their security system goes off all the time. Which that would be unsettling just in and of itself Mm -hmm. because it's kind of, it's kind of not the nicest part of town over there. No. It's a little rough and the building is old, run down. So your security system going off in the middle of that, you don't know what you're fixing to walk into.
0: I will say the last time I went through it, they had one of the Jason actors out there signing autographs.
1: I remember that. I remember him being there.
0: Yeah, you go into the haunt. There's a ticket booth like right when you walk in. Mm-hmm. And you buy your tickets and they immediately take you like you're in line to go in the actual deal. Mm-hmm. But then when you get out of the haunt, you come out into this lobby area that I want to say is almost like a gift shop. Okay. I vaguely remember there being some sort of merchandise there you could buy, mm-hmm. but he was set up in that lobby at the end of the haunt, and you could you could buy an autograph and a selfie and all that jazz. That's
1: super cool, especially because Amarillo is not that big. I mean, we're good size, but you don't think that we're big enough for
0: celebrities to come we're through. We're a really big small town.
1: Yeah, that's a good way to put it, for sure. I can remember my first haunted house, and it was awesome. And I know that I was in first grade. It was my parents and me and my brother and my best friend at the time. (laughs) We went to, I remember it that I was told that it was an abandoned Catholic school.
0: I didn't realize you were only in first grade when you were kids. Oh my God, that's (laughs) terrifying.
1: Yeah, I was in the first grade. Maybe that's what's wrong with me. (laughs) Um, That's
0: why you mutter things in your sleep. (laughs)
1: why you keep holy water next to the bed (laughs) so it was an abandoned catholic school and it's like it was like three stories tall i mean it was massive or looked massive to me (laughs) there's the main doors that's like in front of the building and this building is set up like colonial style kind of um so you have these big front doors that you walk into and just this long concrete path and you're in line to get into the haunted house. And the local rock radio station was set up and he was talking to everybody. And I was talking a big game and I was like, Oh, I know it's fake. They can't scare me. Blah, 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 blah. I'm real sure of myself. And an actor comes up to me and they're like, Oh, you're so brave. What? Tell me what your name is. And I have no idea that I'm signing my death warrant oh, at this point no. and so i tell her my name well guess what's said the whole time oh, no. <laughs> so we we get in and there's i don't remember a ton but i do know there was something creepy about every room and even if there was not something super dramatic about it it, it would get you i can remember we were walking through and it, it was almost like they're giving you a tour of the building So you're going through everything. So we, I remember we walked past this little.
0: Did they like have someone with you? Like leading the, actually leading a tour? Yeah. Yeah. They
1: were, they were, they, they had somebody leading our group and we walked past this little half bathroom and I mean like size of a small coat closet, just enough for a small sink and a toilet. And for whatever reason, everything looked normal, but there was just a bloody rag on the ground that's it normal just a bloody rag and my friend that was with us screamed bloody murder the the tour guide he kind of was like okay and made some comment about eating earmuffs or his his ears were bleeding or something and it was really funny (laughs) act like archer with tinnitus (laughs) But then we start to go through the kitchen, and it's like a big industrial-sized kitchen. It's a big building. And they have, like, the blue lights set up, and it's like there's a, an undead cook
0: <laughs>
1: just making making supper for all these little Catholic children. <laughs> and,
0: okay.
1: And, but this knife is huge. Like, I, I don't know what happens, but he starts scraping it across the ground, and it's sparking. And so he's coming at us. Well, my brother starts jumping. Like he has happy feet and he's in the air more than he's touching the ground. But as he's trying to like jump to get away from the knife, he's getting closer to the guy. And so dad has to drag him along. And and then, um, we go up into the next room or we go, we go upstairs and it looks like a nursery. And there's a girl standing in the, the corner and she has like a Raggedy Ann and a big pair of metal shears. And she's just is like digging it into the Ugh. Raggedy Ann's face. She screams, of course, and chases us and we get away from her. But there's this empty room. And I think didn't this she, is... Didn't
0: they not teach the actors like don't run with the scissors? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the chainsaw people run.
0: The chainsaw doesn't have a blade on it.
1: Well, that's true. <laughs> but um the, the last part that I for real remember about it the most was there was a mostly empty room but there was this big mirror and I was like this is weird like these mirrors or whatever they always have a reflective picture mm. or something and so I get right up next to it and I'm trying to find the reflective picture in it I see like in the middle of this big picture frame there is something small that's glowing oh, no. and I'm like oh that's that like that's the picture that's what i'm trying to find but i can't i can't make out what it is turns out (laughs) there's a whole nother room on that side and it's two-way mirror and there is somebody in a glow-in-the-dark mask charging said window (laughs) and like bounces off of it scares the shit out of me we we still make it through though (laughs) it's fine (laughs) but it was oh that was a good one of course I was scared, but it was so much fun.
0: I remember one you at 6th Street, they had a a mirror maze that oh. they chase you into. Oh no.
1: <laughs> I did what what is that? Is it Terror on 10th that has like the five different yes, ones? I've
0: never been there, but yes. Okay,
1: so I went to that one
0: scare grounds is what they called it. Okay,
1: scare grounds, yeah. So there was three different haunted houses mm-hmm. and there was the maze in the bot- in the basement. Mm-hmm so it was me and my ex's stepdad and his stepdaughter and we went and we went through all three of the haunted houses i'm not crazy about clowns and one Mm -hmm. of them was solely based on clowns and bobby said my name through that entire haunted house the whole time so all the clowns knew my name but we went to the bottom to do the maze and it, it's a blackout maze so we're running through and i had my hands out in front of me feeling where i needed to go mm. and i like i was doing a good job and so i started to pick up speed wall <laughs> wall ends up right in between my hands that i have outstretched Oh my! comes right God. between my hands <laughs> never feel it straight in the middle of my face you would do
0: that you would do that i <laughs>
1: taking all the precautionary measures that I needed to it didn't matter
0: if that was going to happen to anyone it was going to happen to you
1: well it did and it was terrible oh that's hilarious lucky I didn't break my nose (laughs) I think because it was quiet down there too and like you just hear people like bumping Uh around I'm pretty sure then all you hear is oh shit (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh my lord so you've been trying to convince the uh the goblins to go well
1: not not convince them because i if they do not think they're ready for that i do not want to push that on them because i want them to be able to enjoy it too yeah goblin one has interest goblin two for sure (laughs) no is not about it (laughs) (laughs) but the other one goblin one he thinks he thinks he might be ready. He likes to watch the videos of people going through haunted houses, which I do too. It's hilarious. Love watching people get scared. I think scared. it's even
0: more hilarious like just being there with you because <laughs> you t- <laughs> it's just completely opposite of what you do normally.
1: I know. It's so we- Well, and opposite for you yeah, too. So yeah. I- Perfect match, babe. There you go. <laughs> Another place I wanted to talk about special on this episode was where my mom grew up. My mom lived in Stanton, Texas, which is in between Midland and Big Spring. There's nothing out there but dust and oil pumps. Uh That's it. Tumbleweeds. (laughs) Actually, whenever you pull into Stanton, their sign says home to a few thousand good people and a few old sore heads. That's what it says. (laughs) And it's, it's real small like that. Yeah. (laughs) small town Texas so there is a convent
0: in Mm -hmm. Stanton
1: so my grandparents they lived like towards the end of the street I guess it's like they had the whole block which was a good amount of land but it's not like a full neighborhood block like what you would think but a short block like a short block I guess but at the end of their block was the cemetery Mm -hmm. which I guess it's kind of weird but my brother and I grew up walking to the cemetery for fun. You do what you gotta do when
0: there's nothing to do. There's
1: nothing to do there. <laughs> well and it was kind of uphill a little bit. So we would ride our bikes up the hill. Was it and uphill coast both down. ways? It was not. It was not actually. <laughs> Ooh, or we would we would walk up to the cemetery and as you go into it they have like a cinder block fence.
0: Yeah, you've told me about that.
1: Yep, and we would get up on the stone wall and we would walk around on the cinder block wall, and then it gets to where it's like a corrugated metal fence, mm-hmm. and if we were really good, we'd get up there, and we could get pretty far walking on top of that, actually. sometimes we would fix the flowers on the gravestones, mm-hmm. which is super weird, yeah, but like I said, there was
0: you're also nothing. pretty weird, so well you picked me <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but the the convent was built. By a group of Carmelite monks in 1884. So the convent is on the same property as the the cemetery. Right. And,
0: Which I think technically makes it a graveyard instead of a cemetery.
1: Well, so the way it's set up. Okay. So the, the land that the convent is on, it wasn't always just a convent. They had... An administrative building around it. There were several buildings around okay. it. I don't remember what all was there. But in 1898, the Sisters of Mercy opened a day in boarding school in the old building. And and that, I guess that's where they held class.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But where the convent was, it was off to the side and the cemetery is like its own thing.
0: Okay.
1: So so it, it is a cemetery. But I I will get back to that. The school was opened for 44 years it was operational for 44 years but i can always remember mom talking about a tornado that came through so that tornado came through june 11th 1938 and it damaged a lot of structures around stanton which as i mentioned is not a very big place anyway but it destroyed all of the other buildings around the convent except the convent Uh (laughs) like some side knowledge to that all of the lumber from the deconstruction of the tornado was used to build several houses around Stanton, including my mom's house with, mm-hmm. with her parents. Which it's kind of creepy. It's super creepy. It's super creepy. Yeah. Those other buildings that would have had to have been a lot of lumber, so it would have yeah. been it would have been not smart to not use that.
0: Right, right.
1: But at, well, and like they said, they used. They used that lumber to build several houses, not just one. Right. So that's that's a lot of wood. I can remember my mom. Well, I mean, she's told me the story several times growing up because, well, we would bring up the convent a lot because we would <laughs> we would stare at the windows and wait to see if we could see anything pass by them. Ugh.
0: <laughs> what is wrong with you?
1: <laughs> this is what you did.
0: <laughs> no, that is not what you do.
1: But mom told me this story about um, in the mid 70s, her and her mom, so my grandma, they uh, were going to just walk through the property and they went into the West Door. And mom said that there is a set of stairs right there as you walk in. And Momo, that's what I called her. Momo told my mom to stay put while she went upstairs. Well, Mom didn't listen, of course, and she started snooping around a little bit, and she said that there was a room north of the stairs, and she just just went into that one room, uh-huh. and she noticed that there was an altar in the room, but it was knocked over, and then there was a picture on the wall right behind the altar of this nun, which isn't uncommon, because right. it's it a boarding house for nuns, but the picture was spotless. Mm-hmm but the building had been abandoned for like 30 years at this point. Yeah. Well, not abandoned cuz it has caretakers, but sat empty. Right. It's not taken care of well enough to know that this altar has been knocked over. So the so the spotless nun portrait was pretty eerie. Um but there's lots of rumors about the convent growing up. One of the biggest ones was mom remembers a graveyard which we learned that a graveyard is different from a
0: cemetery. Right, because it's actually in the yard of the church.
1: Yes. So whenever mom saw that portrait that was spotless, she saw something out of the corner of her eye, and it scared her. So she went back to stand in front of the, the stairs where she was supposed to be, and right out that door was the gra- this graveyard, and she remembers it vividly. She remembers the trees around it. She remembers the little crosses that were there as the headstones vividly remembers it but every time she would ask somebody about it everybody would say or that tell her that it didn't exist mm-hmm. which is super weird there was only ever one person that also remembered that graveyard and that was her aunt and her aunt remembered everything just like my mom did so it's not like she just made it up but she said that it was an, enough of a difference that somebody went and pulled all the trees that were right there, and pulled all the grave markers that were right there. The only thing that was left was this little wrought iron fence around the graveyard, mm-hmm. and and it was super small. I mean, maybe less than a dozen graves right there, but just up and disappears. Yeah. Why? Oof. Why are are they hiding something? <laughs> or you know, that's that's a weird thing. Well,
0: apparently, there's a bunch of like urban legends around the property.
1: Yeah, there's a rumor that there was a nun that lived there and she got pregnant, mm-hmm. which as we all know is a no-no. And she, it's it's said that she hung herself in the closet upstairs when she found out she was pregnant. That's bad. Yeah. That's kind of creepy. There's another ghost story with it saying that there is a one-armed nun that goes to the hospital which is a really small hospital, mm. but it's just across the street. But there's reports of a one-armed nun walking around that hospital at night just trying to help patients. Well, she
0: couldn't get anybody to give her a hand.
1: Oh, that's it. <laughs> was so bad. <laughs> when Mom was in high school, one of the teachers was the caretaker of the property, and other high school students had rumors about it because the security system would go off at night just like the sixth street massacre haunted house but lights would would turn on and off and it would set off the security system and he lived close by just real close close enough that he could see the lights being turned on and off and he would of course drive over to the property and mom said that he had two great big german shepherds but every time that he would have to go check those security systems those two big german shepherds refused to get out of the truck with him i wouldn't They're like hell no i wouldn't get out of the truck. <laughs> what the high school students were saying was whenever that was happening they said that the teacher was getting choked whenever he Ugh. would go in, at, in in there at night to ch- check out the security system he's getting choked while he was in there which again just a just another little rumor
0: i mean if you're into that that's fine but leave me alone <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> she also said that in the the 60s kids would go down in the basement and party and there was cellar doors on the east and west side to the basement but whenever a mom would take chores they, i mean they, i guess they have been through the convent several times they'd open it up for various reasons um but historians say that it was super unusual for there to be yeah. basements well
0: and in most of the Texas in the Great Plains area, we don't do basements around here. It's not common. Um, it's, it-
1: but it's, they were saying, especially for a building like that, because it it was a big building, mm-hmm. but the basement was the entire size of the building, right? Which is also super uncommon. Which it just is is weird. They just didn't have basements like that in the eighteen hundreds. But as we were talking about haunted houses. Mom said she could remember whenever they made the convent into a haunted house
0: also. That's another that's another one you probably could not pay me enough money to go into.
1: Well, <laughs> it's funny that you say that because mom said the grown men that were working the haunt refused to be in that building alone. I w- None of them would go in the building alone. In the daylight, it didn't matter. They did not want to go in there alone. But mom said people would drive two plus hours just to come to this haunted house you know you'd wait in line for two hours and they had mesquite trees all over the property which that was I, that's mainly the only tree out in that area which if you don't know what a mesquite tree is it's a little it's kind more, of a smaller tree but it has thorns all yeah. over it so there's mesquite trees all over the property and the line to get into the haunted house of the convent snakes you through all of these trees and it's super dark out there. It's, it's like oil country. Mm-hmm. Super dark. And all you can hear is people screaming and chainsaws going off. And uh, you could probably hear it through the whole town. Which is an- an- another thing that mom mentioned was while the haunted house was active, it was hard to go to sleep at night because of everybody screaming. That And it wasn't like muffled screams. Doors closed. Windows closed, curtains drawn, hear blood-curdling screams Ugh. all night. Just a straight view of momo and Papa's house to the convent is about a quarter of a mile. And you're hearing it that clear in the house. <laughs> that's just, that's a lot. But they said it was a really good haunted house. I don't think you would have to try very hard in making it scary. I
0: would not. I would not. St- foot on the property i want to i want to really bad yeah is there anything else to do in stanton no i'll just wait in the car
1: (laughs) from what i remember there was a sonic and a dairy queen and a grocery store and a post office maybe three churches
0: well you can find me at the dq (laughs) getting
1: that hunger buster
0: I don't know what I'll be doing, but I can tell you what I'll not be doing.
1: Not at the conference. <laughs> I want to go through it. I know you do. We went through the abandoned hospital in town.
0: Yeah, I didn't want to do that either.
1: That was intense.
0: Yeah, that's With that's for another it. show. Yeah, you guys stay tuned for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are about out of time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you all have a very happy Halloween and get to go to your very own haunted houses this this upcoming weekend.
1: And you can email us. Our email address is reaperscreepers.spooky22 at gmail.com. And tell us some of your your haunted house experiences that y'all had this season.
0: Yeah, we'd love to hear those. We'd love to share those on one of our future episodes. You can also find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on the TikToks. tiki tockies. I always feel like an old person when I say it.
1: I know. That's why I like to call it tiki-takis.
0: I mean, I do it on purpose because I think it's funny. (laughs) But all the old people call it the TikToks.
1: We are the old people. (laughs) (laughs) And you're three years older than me. (laughs) Let's
0: not talk about that. But anyway, thank you all for listening. And we will see you for our regularly scheduled episode this upcoming Monday.
1: See you later.